On today's episode of the Mikey Stuff Show, we have a review of Loki Season 2, Episodes 3, 4, and 5, Gen V, Episodes 6, 7, and the finale review, and the Season 2 premiere of Invincible review, followed by a tribute to Friends actor Matthew Perry, and some news on the NBA. Stay tuned for this episode of the Mikey Steph Show. Hey, what's going on, everybody? Welcome to the Mikey Stuff Show. Hope everyone is having a wonderful weekend so far. Uh, we have a lot of great news to uh, to catch up on. Uh, some big uh, reviews to do for Loki Season 2, Gen V, and Invincible. Uh, of course, we're going to do a little tribute to uh, Matthew Perry, who uh, unfortunately passed away uh, this week at the age of 54. Uh, some NBA news, uh, a firing in the NFL, and a retiring in the uh, for AEW. So our first uh, our first topic for today is on the icon Sting, who uh, announced this week that. He has announced his retirement, and his final match will be at AEW Revolution in 2024. Uh, for those of you who don't know who Sting is, uh, he is a professional wrestler, real name Steve Borden, who has been wrestling, uh, according to Bleacher Report, since 1985, uh, and he has competed all over the world. And he wrestled in WCW, uh, TNA Impact, and he was in the WWE uh, before he joined AEW um, uh, back in 2020. And uh, he's one of the big icons in professional wrestling, has wrestled some of the all-time greats like Ric Flair, uh, Hulk Hogan, AJ Styles, Kurt Angle. Um, so this is obviously big news. Um, and he's, he's one of the best to, to do it. So, uh, I'm sure it'll be, uh, an emotional, uh, retirement for him. Uh, I mean, he's 64 years old, which, uh, for a professional wrestler, that's, that's, that's pretty up there. That's pretty old. Um, but good that he still gets to do what he loves and, um, you know, we'll see how his, uh, his last match goes, um, going over to the NBA, uh, the NBA announced, uh, on October 25th that, uh, they announced changes to the format of the 2024 all-star game. Uh, it is going to be going back to the East versus West matchup, which I I really love that. Uh, I wasn't a huge fan 
of you know the team LeBron versus team KD or Giannis versus LeBron. It just you know obviously I know that All Star games is like a big kind of pickup game essentially, but it just felt like even more like playground stuff like you're choosing your best friends to play with you and it's uh you try to load load up all the teams it's it's pretty annoying but um but i mean i'm excited to see that uh it's going back to this format it's going to be uh the all-star game will be played in indianapolis um so it'll be uh should be an interesting one uh, and more on the NBA, uh, the reports of the Los Angeles Clippers trading for James Harden in a blockbuster trade uh, from the 76ers. The 76ers traded James Harden, P.J. Tucker, and I'm probably going to botch this name, but Philip Petrusev to the Clippers for Marcus Morris, Robert Covington, Nicholas Batum, K.J. Martin, and a whole bunch of picks. Uh, this is according to ESPN. Um, yeah, this seemed like a you know it was supposed it was going to happen soon. I honestly surprised it didn't happen a lot sooner. Um, but James Harden, I just I cannot stand the guy. I think he is way too full of himself. And I don't think it's going to work out with him in Los Angeles because he's already with, you know, he's going to be with Paul George, Kawhi Leonard, and his buddy Russell Westbrook. So I think that pairing could could work. But, I mean, you have all these players. And James Harden, he's another ball-dominant guy. He's also is very full of himself, like I just said. And I just... I don't think this this experiment's going to work at all. Um, but I I could be wrong. We'll see. We'll see what happens. Uh, but I know what I'm certainly right about is uh, <laughs> Josh McDaniels being a terrible head coach. Uh, of course, he was fired by the Las Vegas Raiders. Um, and it seems like many of the players were very happy about that. Uh, they also uh, let go of their general manager, Dave Ziegler. Uh, I guess there were a lot of issues between the owner, Mark Davis, and and Josh McDaniels. Um, so he he just has had uh, some bad stints as a head coach, and I don't think he's going to be a head coach again. Uh, I hope, you know, next year that he comes back and is uh, our offensive coordinator because he did a great job with Mac Jones and I would love to see him see him come back for that. Um, you know, because they're, they're a great fit. And honestly, I think Josh McDaniels is a better fit in the Patriots coaching system than he is anywhere else. Um, so I don't like to say I'm happy to see someone fired, but I'm sure the Raiders are and all the players. I mean, I saw a video of Devonte Adams 
mocking, um, you know, Josh McDaniels. So that kind of tells you everything you need to know about how the rest of the team kind of viewed uh, their their coach. Um, all right, on to our next bit of news. Um, I'm going to start off um, with doing the reviews and then at the very end um, talk about uh, Matthew Perry. Um, Loki season two has been phenomenal so far. Uh, episode three was uh, probably my least favorite of the series. It just was very weird and wacky and some of the choices that they made. Um I was not a huge fan of. Um, episode four was incredible. Uh, huge like cliffhanger ending that had me absolutely shook. Uh, and episode five was another phenomenal episode. Uh, great character development for Loki. Uh, and how to use his you know, time slipping powers. Um I'm super excited for the finale. I don't know where it's going to go, uh, but I'm very, very excited to see uh, to to see where where that goes because this show has been uh, the best show for Marvel TV hands down, um, and I'm sure other shows are going to wa- take a look at this and uh, other showrunners. And uh, see what uh, what we got to do to get up to the stakes of Loki. Um, but yeah, Loki season two, episodes four and five are my favorite. I mean, I've loved this series uh, and this season in particular. Um, and I mean, these next two shows, Gen V and Invincible, uh, will actually kind of lead into my next point with marvel we'll, we'll go with that for the end too uh gen v uh another great series uh set in the the boys universe um about these uh these basically kids who go to college at this school called Godokin university where they kind of learn how to uh control their powers and and eventually at the end there's a big kind of competition uh, for who's going to to join the 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 seven the the big hero group, and uh, throughout this series, uh, there are some really big secrets that are kept uh, about uh, you know some of the students and them being hidden in the woods stuff like that. Um, I've you know I've reviewed episodes one through five, which are all amazing. Uh, episode six of Gen V was probably my favorite I would say but that's not to discredit the other episodes they have all been amazing um episode six to me just had amazing acting uh great writing um very I mean I'm very simple with my review of all all the acting right I'm gonna say that a lot (laughs) sorry about that um and then episode seven was a great penultimate uh, episode to get you kind of ready for what the finale ended up being. And the finale was uh, 
although very short. That was probably that's probably my biggest issue with the show is that you needed uh, to do like the boys and do you know it was like eight episodes, like one hour each. Um, I think you would have had more time to do some more kind of character uh, work and add more action scenes, stuff like that. Um, but I mean, <laughs> the finale of Gen V was amazing, grotesque, uh, brutal. Uh, two great cameos from Anthony Starr's Homelander and uh, and uh, Billy Butcher himself. Uh, uh, hold on a sec. Uh, why am I blanking on on who played uh, Billy Butcher? This is this is ridiculous. Um. What the hell? Um, well, I'll I'll come back to that. Uh, oh, Carl Urban. It just came to me. Jesus. Uh, Carl Urban, Billy Butcher, appears in the post credit scene. Spoiler, of course. Uh, yeah, he's has like one second scene. He's amazing in it. <laughs> um, and there's also going to be a season two for Gen V, which I'm really, really excited for. Um, you know, the boys season four will probably come out hopefully next year. Um, and then Gen V probably will come out the year after um, or so. Um, but another great series you know, in the boys universe, great acting, great writing, um, great action, uh, great characters. Uh, so, so much fun to watch. Um, and it feels like it's in the boys universe and they didn't, you know, they paid a lot of attention on this current cast, which was good. They didn't, you know, shy away and, just do cameos for cameo's sake. They all made sense, and uh, they were all very quick, which was which was good. Um, and uh, uh, next is uh, Invincible season two, another amazing uh, start to the season. Uh, this premiere, uh, you know, takes place after the events of season one with. Uh, Omni Man, uh, leaving after, you know, trying to destroy the Earth and Mark Grayson's invincible character, um. But I love the like emotional weight of this, uh, premiere. Uh, the opening like five minutes are just jaw dropping, um. And I am super excited for the the rest of the season. Um, and uh, okay, that's all, enough for my my reviews. Um, there's a little bit of uh, news from uh, Marvel. They announced uh, with Echo. They had their uh, trailer yesterday, 
And, uh, man, this trailer, I did not expect, uh, I was heavily surprised, uh, in a good way. This show looks great. It's going to be, uh, TVMA, which is the first, um, the, the first MCU show. Uh, they also announced kind of a new, uh, I don't know, like a new tier or something. Uh, what is it called here? Oh, a new banner uh, called Marvel Spotlight, which is going to focus on more grounded, character-driven TV series and movies uh, that uh, doesn't necessarily impact uh, the, the greater MCU continuity. Um, I'm not sure how this is going to go, but... Seems like a great idea um, for stories like Echo or Daredevil, um, Ghost Rider, all those characters. Yeah, this actually could, now that I'm kind of thinking about it, this could be really, really amazing if this is well, if they execute this right. Um, okay, so with that... Uh, with that in mind, um, we have to do, of course, a tribute to fellow Friends actor um, Matthew Perry. He uh, unfortunately uh, died this week, um, and it was just an absolute shock to so many people. Um, he was 54 years old. He was found in his uh hot tub um completely passed out and drowned um that there have been so many tributes um from all friends actors and everyone that knew him uh, i was a huge fan of matthew perry in friends i mean chandler bain is one of to me one of the best sitcom characters ever um he just had this way about him uh, that his, you know, sarcastic humor and his uh, self-deprecation that was just really funny to to watch. And uh, he's going to be heavily missed by everyone. Uh, he was just uh, such a bright and positive force and he dealt with some some really uh, tough stuff with uh, his, you know, drugs and alcohol and everything, and was very open about his battle with it, and you know, published a memoir last year. Um, but this is just a horribly tragic thing. Uh, so my thoughts and condolences to his family. Um, Matthew Perry, you will be missed, and uh, you know, rest in peace, Chandler Bain. Um. All right, well, that is uh, everything uh, from this episode of the Mikey Stuff Show. Thank you all for uh, for listening. Those of you that, uh, you know, tune in and, uh, you know, the more likes and, and subscribes that we, we get, um, the better the channel will be. So thank you all again and uh, have a wonderful weekend.